0: The cannabis industry is growing almost as fast as the cannabis and hemp being planted and harvested. Where, when, and how fast will the cannabis and hemp industries continue to climb? Who will be the people leading the charge into that promised land of profit? Let's pursue those answers and more with The Plant Profits, powered by Protus Global.
1: Hello everyone. I am Vern Davis. I'm your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions and I'm very pleased today to bring you my guest who has been utilizing her knowledge and skills in academia and government and technology and the cannabis industry to successfully leverage business implications and opportunities. And she's also been recognized by a group that I know very well, Benzinga, uh, as one of the five moms in the cannabis space that's killing the game, and she is definitely killing the game. That's Dr. Shonda Macias, who is the CEO of Alira, holistic healthcare, and chairwoman of the board of managers and CEO of Women Grow. So how are you this morning?
2: I'm doing well. I cannot complain. Um, I'm in Louisiana right now, and yeah. um, we just survived two hurricanes, so we're doing very well. Oh
1: my, my goodness! You know, I know that area uh, very well. Uh, the you know um, the Lake Charles, the the area. Uh, I I went to school in Beaumont, Texas. And so that was an area that we frequented. We just go over the bridge and there you go. You know, we were like 30 minutes from from there. And uh, so, and have a lot of friends and some family in that geography. And uh, that that was tough to see, really. I watched that thing. That was tough to see. And I had to stay in contact with a lot of um, people I know very, very well.
2: Yeah, it was. unsurvivable hurricane for that region. And um, what it also did is make me become top of my game for emergency preparedness in terms of protecting my growth facility there. And um, that's something that you know, coming, pivoting from Washington, Uh D.C. with my uh, National Holistic Healing Center and my dispensary up there, coming to Louisiana now in a whole different region and have to be prepared for hurricanes, I was just, (laughs) I was just shocked. And so, make our generators together make sure we have all tree limbs cut back and debris off of the land lock down our plants it was a very interesting um process so yeah
1: no i i can i can man i can only imagine now now um you grew up in louisiana
2: between louisiana and washington dc my okay. um Family was originally from Louisiana, and okay. my father was um, in the military. So, okay. we landed in Washington D.C. and I went to um, high school, undergrad, and graduate at Howard University.
1: Okay, and, you uh, stayed home, went to I, school, went to an HBCU.
2: Yeah, uh, definitely. Howard and,
1: Howard uh, is in the news a lot lately.
2: Yes, we're very proud of um, both Chad and also Kamala yeah. um, running for VP. Um, yeah. and, but we just have a legacy. And that is one thing, of a legacy of leadership. And entering in the cannabis space, I knew that um, it was important for my community to have those role models to move forward, especially since we were just impacted by the war on drugs. And um, being able to show them it's time to enter on the legal front, and to know that once we change policies by our participation, that yeah. it is going to free a lot of our people.
1: Oh, absolutely! And we're gonna we're gonna talk about social equity. You're 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 deep into that, um, and what you do on a daily basis. This guest, uh, Dr. Shonda, is a very Busy, busy woman. She is involved in all tentacles uh, dealing with with uh, cannabis and social equity uh, in that business. So uh, now we have the honor of having a first. Okay. So, and you're going to have to educate us on being Queen Zulu. Oh, okay. Yeah. So now that is part of the Louisiana culture you're from. And uh, I know a little bit about it, but not even enough to be dangerous. So uh, <laughs> you were just crowned, is uh, this uh, now 2019 or 2020 was this? 2020.
2: I'm 2020. 2020.
1: As we speak, we're speaking to Queen Zulu. Yes. Okay. So now tell us what that means.
2: That means that um, it's bringing forth a legacy in New Orleans, which was established in 1909. And one of the more famous kings was um, Louis Armstrong in 1949, but it's about the celebration around Mardi Gras, Mm -hmm. and the crowds are typically between 1.8 million, um, and there was a massive amount of media here to find out, you know, who is going to be the king and queen, and how does this play out um, in New Orleans, and You know when I thought about that one is a family legacy and tradition to want to be a part of the parade mm-hmm. but to enter as the queen and to enter as representing her industry which is cannabis yes was huge
1: yeah so that tell us about the connection of the queen and king to the cannabis industry
2: well the king selects the queen. Okay. And so when you think about the Mardi Gras celebration in New mm-hmm. Orleans, it's massive. And so oh, it each, is. each year, um, a king and queen from Zulu or one of the crews down here, um, mm-hmm. selects the king and the queen. The king was actually elected at the voting polls to enter. And he had to select a queen and He is from the healthcare industry. His name is Brian Sims. And um, he's been in the pharmaceutical sales side for over 15 years. And so um, when we have met previously and interacted, he believed in the platform that I brought forward as well, but he believed that I could be his queen. So we were able to really um, knock down a lot of doors educate a lot of, of the population and to celebrate both um, what we stand for and mm-hmm. what we look forward to in the future.
1: That's great. Now, do you have ongoing duties through the, through the year?
2: Yes. Yeah, so um, now before COVID-19, we had visit um, probably close to 52 schools. So elementary wow. schools, middle schools, high schools. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we had a lot of public appearances, probably over 100 public appearances. And um, what was so great about that is that um, my grow license in the state of Louisiana is a partnership with Southern University. Okay. And so, not only was I able to represent the cannabis industry, but I also mm-hmm. represented um, higher education. And um, it is such a proud moment to be a part in the, a partner to Southern University, mm-hmm. because my profits, um, a portion of those, will help sustain the university's um, generations to come.
1: Oh, that's uh, beautiful! Yeah,
2: I will educate future mm-hmm. generations. And legacies haven't even been born. And that's a powerful thing.
1: That is a powerful thing. Some you created something that would outsurvive you. That is that's what
2: it's about.
1: That's what it's all about. I think that is great that you're you're doing that. Now, um, your journey from um and we're gonna talk a little bit about this, your journey from Howard University, PhD in cellular biology, right? And 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 really and then actually working for Howard. Yes. So tell tell us about that.
2: So I was a director for STEM education mm-hmm. out of the College of Engineering and also um, Biological Sciences. And okay. I had, um, I've had i written about 10 million in grants. So NIH grants, which is okay. the National Institutes of Health, the National Science Foundation, as well as the Department of Energy. And I implemented a lot of programs to sustain um, and train um, the, the workforce, the undergraduate, the mm-hmm. graduate workforce, and um, did that for about ten years. Um, wow. I would take students across the nation, across the world, introduce them to biomedical research, and had a lot of um, programs also from K through twelve, um, just introducing them into the sciences.
1: Oh, that's great, uh, man! And 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 so and you were you were telling me off air. You were telling me that you 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 took. took folks over to, uh, Africa?
2: Yes. Yes. We took students over from, um, from Howard University, Mm -hmm. trained them in biomedical research in, um, Africa. So we went to different regions, Ethiopia, Mali, Nigeria, and just introduced them to the realities of healthcare firsthand.
1: Oh, that's great. That is great. I tell you what, Dr. Shonda, uh, we're going to uh, take a quick break and we'll be uh, right back. And then we're going to d- dig into entrepreneurialism a little bit uh, because that's a that's a big step. And I know a little bit about that. And I want to hear your story uh, when we come back. We'll continue our discussions with Dr. Shonda Macias with Alira uh, Holistic and Women Grow. Uh, really excited about the conversation we're having today. We'll be right back.
0: Plant Profits will return so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Elevate your every day with that Shuggies feeling with the sweet taste of Shuggies. Add a cup of Shuggies to your morning coffee. Ah, how sweet it is. Sugis infuses cannabis and cane sugar to make it the perfect sweetener with benefits. Make your happy hour happier with a dunk of Shuggies in your drink. Order your Shuggies now at S-H-O-O-G-I-E-S dot com or find it in dispensaries throughout California. Whenever you crave a little sweet, pick up Shuggies, the sweet, sweet, take anywhere treat. Plant Plant
1: Profits. I'm Vern Davis and I'd like to introduce you to some of the most forward-thinking executives and companies in the cannabis industry. We call them the Plant Profits. Each week on Plant Profits, we talk to the people at the forefront of the industry, creating real companies and career opportunities. We'll learn from the people leading the charge into the promised land of profit. Plant Profits is powered by Protis Global, people solutions firm that has been building companies, changing lives since 1995. P-R-O-T-I-S Global.com, Protus global find plant profits now at cannabisradio.com or wherever you get your podcasts
0: hey take a look at this they're selling smart pots <laughs> they have pot that can make you smart where is it not that kind of pot smart pots are the best aeration container to grow your plants check this out garden centers throughout North America and ask for the
1: original fabric container. Find a store near you or order yours online at smartpots.com.
0: The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Welcome back. I'm Vern Davis, your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is driven by Produce Global People Solutions. And my guest today is Dr. Shonda Macias, and we call her Dr. Shonda. She is the CEO of ILERA Holistic Healthcare and Chairman of the Board of Managers and CEO of Women Grow. And uh, we are been really discussing her journey. Uh, she got her PhD in cellular uh, biology, and she... Basically, he's teaching doctors, our folks that want to be doctors and researchers, um, about um, medicine. So I'm, I'm real excited about that. But doc, Dr. Shonda actually went on to Colgate, Palmolive, right? You went to a consumer product goods business, right? And you and your work behind the scenes, tell us about that. You, you built some brands,
2: Oh, definitely. Yeah. So once I was recruited in my third year of graduate school from Howard University to work uh-huh. with Colgate Palmolive Company okay. in Piscataway, New Jersey. Okay. And I helped launch $2 billion brands. Um, uh-huh. I have about 10 world patents and three okay. U.S. patents. Okay. And um, they introduced me to the world of business. Uh-huh. And um, I went to Rutgers University, um, received my MBA in supply chain management.
1: Why supply chain management, Dr. Shonda?
2: Because it's really important to be able to have a continuous supply mm-hmm. of a product without an interruption mm-hmm. and to make sure that it reaches your customer in a timely fashion, but mm-hmm. also in a quality control fashion. Mm-hmm. And so when I really think about that skill set and how I was able to excel in that, and um, I thank Col- Colgate Palmolive company for paying for my education <laughs> um, for helping me achieve. That, but it really applies today. It was able to leverage my science background to sure. being able to deliver, create, make um, medical grade medicines for patients today in a continuous supply.
1: Wow, that is great. Now, when you went uh, to Rutgers to get your MBA, were you thinking about cannabis?
2: You know what It was very interesting mm-hmm. is that I thought about cannabis when I did my studies in cancer research at Howard University Cancer okay. Center. Okay. And that's where it really started. But okay. you can imagine that I'm studying prostate cancer because it impacts the Black community at a mm-hmm. higher rate than any other cancer in the
1: Black community. Absolutely. People. Yes.
2: And I was there and I saw why are why is medical marijuana just being mentioned so many times and I did a lot of studies about it and mm. what it came to be is that it has a beneficial um, uh, uh, it helps mm-hmm. with cancer mm-hmm. and so when I say that there were, thousands and thousands of patients out there that were using medical cannabis and didn't realize why they were using it. They just saw the benefits for it. But that's Mm. where you think about they were a patient and then didn't even realize it because some cancers don't, or PSA levels don't um, actually show, um, tumor formation to way exaggerated in late stages but if you're using medicine early especially before the onset sure. then what you're saying is that you're a patient you see the relief but yet you don't understand that it's coming from the cannabis itself
1: that, that's amazing so um, so did you go and you you discovered how it worked? and why it was it's it's helpful in the treatment is that is that what your work was about
2: well what i did is i brought it to my advisor's attention and Because it's federally illegal and it was a very, very sensitive issue Um, in the black community. It was literally a patient becoming a prisoner. Um, We decided that I would not go that route, that we would study it. We would look at cancer, the mechanism of metastasis to bone, Mm -hmm. and I would focus on that. But what it did is it implanted a seed in me. And it made mm. me constantly track where we were mm-hmm. so that I knew that when I had the opportunity, I wanted to go back. And I had to abandon my fruitful career at Colgate <laughs> Pomale to do so.
1: <laughs> and well, why did you do it? Why why did you take the take the jump? You know?
2: I'm gonna be honest with you. Yeah, um, it wasn't easy. Um, my fear held me back. Um, today, uh-huh. my fear still holds me back. I am. Um, I it got to a point though where I was like, "This is beyond me. This is something. It's a passion and a purpose." But I really think it's my ministry through God, you uh-huh. know. And when I think about who could actually kick down the doors and change the policies and also educate on the endocannabinoid system, the mechanism of how cannabis works. works. Yeah. I knew that my background and my experience had prepared me for it. Um, but it's really a calling from God and it still is today. And
1: oh, that's, that's, that's great. Cause you, you paid dearly to make this dream come true. So, 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 Talk about how you got into cannabis, actually, and the struggles you had on, on a personal level to, uh, to make this, this thing happen.
2: It, it was real tough. It was mm-hmm. tough because I could write my application for cannabis because of my background. I had written right. $10 million in grants. And so I had that cover. But what I didn't have was a lot of the financial resources. Mm-hmm. And I didn't have um, the mentorship on exactly how the cannabis industry worked. And I entered, I was awarded the license and And um, what people don't understand is that in order to have the license, um, I was the first African-American woman in the nation to have a medical cannabis license. What, say that again? (laughs) I was the first African-American woman in the nation to have a medical cannabis license. And with that. That's a big deal. Well, what's interesting is that a lot of us don't have the opportunity to do it. When I say opportunity, even to apply, I had to have real real estate in um, at my location for over two years and I had to pay rent and not know that I was going to be awarded or not.
1: So you 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 got you you signed a lease for some real estate. And and and, and I had to be transparent about why you were doing that with whoever owned the properties, right? And you paid the rent, and, and this was part. Uh, this was part of an application process. Yes. This is part of the application, so it's blind. It's blind faith. So you're dumping money into this this lease every month. You know, sacrificing you. other things, thousands thousands of dollars. You're making choices about what I can pay and what I can't, right? And and that's, uh, wow. What, what? It's tricky. Yeah.
2: It, it is tricky, but I think it's more faith-based for me than anything. Um, it was having that conversation with my husband, mm-hmm. and I'm a mother of four, and we had to say, um, I believed in myself and my purpose and I stopped paying the mortgage on my house so I could pay for my lease mm-hmm. um, in for my dispensary National Holistic Healing Center in Washington, D.C. And um, I wind up losing my home.
1: Mm.
2: It was tough. It was
1: mm-hmm.
2: really tough, but... We have four kids. We have four, four, yeah, four kids.
1: kids. That's tough.
2: But... What well, what's the blessing is that not knowing and winning the license yeah. was everything. Yeah. And I, again, when you're aligned with your faith, I really believe this is the case in my purpose. Sure. When God is for you, who can be against you? And I really just steadfast walked. And, you know, today I look at it and it was Really tough decisions, but once I was awarded, what was the killer there was that my landlord then pulled my lease
1: whoa once you got once success was was there and you got what you wanted and what you sacrificed for and 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 what you gave up for it
2: yes, and i don 't uh, think he ever I, thought. I, a young black woman yeah would be able to do it
1: oh i i dr shonda i want want to take a break right here and uh that is i want to hear that that part and then we're gonna we're gonna really dig into your business in in dc and your business in louisiana okay i really want to hear about that and we're going to take a break i'm Vern davis i'm your host of plant profits i'm here having a um a real, a real conversation with Dr. Shonda Macias with Alira Holistic uh, and and Women Grow, uh, and uh, we'll be we're going to take a break. Vern Davis, host of Plant Profits, thank you.
0: Plant profits will return, so our sponsors can profit from these messages. Empire, a show dedicated to exploring the many potential therapeutic uses of the cannabis plant. Once a cornerstone of healing and now making a heroic comeback, cannabis has the potential to promote health and well-being, bring the body back to homostasis, and foster recovery for a healthier way of living. Empire focuses on a diverse range of serious health issues, presenting views ranging from those of patients and their loved ones through those of researchers and medical professionals. Welcome to Hempire. Your business of cannabis should be no crime. Hemp Inc. is even hot proved by the man who run high times. Oh, yeah. Get it on Android and I and iOS today. Marijuana Llama out. Got to tend to me on crops, you know. Money don't make itself. Hemp Inc. Not seeing many natural substances produce the results that CBD is producing in the animals that we are testing on. It's A Dog's Life with Angela Ardolino, only on Cannabis Radio. The plant profits are back to lead the pursuit of the promised land of plant profit. Only on CannabisRadio.com.
1: Uh, Welcome back, I'm Vern Davis. I am your host of Plant Profits. Plant Profits is fueled by Protus Global People Solutions. I am uh, today with Dr. Shonda Macias, and uh, Dr. Shonda is the CEO of uh, Alira Holistic Healthcare and Women Grow. Um, Dr. Shonda, you were were just telling us about really um, how you sacrifice to achieve a goal, you thought you had won the race, um, and then you had a surprise. Tell us about that.
2: So after paying rent in DuPont Circle, Washington, D.C., for two years, yeah, um, my when we, I was awarded the license for a medical um, marijuana dispensary, my landlord pulled my lease, and I really didn't think Um, looking back on it, he thought that I would actually be awarded. Mm -hmm. And so this is some of the issues that we face in the cannabis industry, like real estate challenges. Right. um, And also what that looks like, how to come out of it. Mm -hmm. And um, I would say after two more additional years battling Uh uh, to get it reinstated. Your lease. Yes. Yes. We were able to get it reinstated and we were able to operate, but I was so glad to be able to actually operate. I didn't realize that I would face challenges that my growers would actually say, Oh, the average pound of marijuana in the nation is about $3,600, mm-hmm. but we're charging you $6,500 a pound. And if you can't buy it, you won't be able to operate.
1: Oh, a little hardball there.
2: And- Not only a little hardball, <laughs> uh-huh. Cindy made it mandatory for me to buy 10 different strains as the minimum. So again, coming up with sixty five thousand yeah. dollars just to begin to
1: operate mm. yeah God, yeah, that's <laughs> that kind of leaves you you're, you're speechless as your challenge is just the doors keep opening a surprise here we go again right
2: every step of the way and I was able to find one grower okay was, um a black grower and mm-hmm. he said I have two ounces of buffalo soldier <laughs> that i can spare
1: this is a movie dr Shutter, this is a, you gotta write a book this is crazy two ounces he's gonna sell you you got this store. you you won the lease and you lost the lease and you opened it up and he's got two ounces of buffalo soldier
2: and that's all i have to start my whole business because i can't afford the rest and It was just interesting how um, when the patients came in, it was less about the cannabis and more about the education. Yeah. And that's where I became the educator for Uh. the patients and it created a demand like you could not imagine.
1: For your business, so For my so, business. so take us take us where you are now, right? In 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 DC, your business. Tell us about the business today. After all that struggle, tell us about that business.
2: Um, today, we're the largest dispensary in Washington D.C. And What is um, it called?
1: What's it National called? National
2: Holistic Healing Center. Okay. Um, it's in Dupont Circle. it's a great uh, location amazing location amazing well we have so many patients we're moving to our newer facility um Mm -hmm. just a block down in the next couple of months Mm -hmm. and um we have been advocating for change um i have been firsthand involved in letting any condition um and any um, ailment to be a mm-hmm. qualifying condition in D.C. I did the same here in Louisiana. Wow. Um, we helped with physician education, um, patient education. Also, the workforce in D.C. We were able to get um, people with cannabis cannabis possession charges mm-hmm. to now be employed and be a part of the industry where before they were barred out.
1: That's important because... If you take a look at it, you know, and, and we all know these statistics: uh, Black Americans, right, four times more likely than White Americans to be um, uh, criminalized in the system, yeah. and, and right, and and so um, the 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 really the cool thing about cannabis, and you really, if you're in uh, in in the the atmosphere, if you're in the ecosphere, if you're if you're part of it. Uh, you cannot be a part of it without considering the social justice piece of it and it, it, to be authentic about it because, it, you know, the plant won't allow you not to do that, right? You, you want to uh, contribute to uh, the environment in a way that is going to right some of the wrongs and, and, and get people uh, involved Uh, in the business in a way of ownership. Now, you are a a Black female owner in the cannabis space. How many folks are like you?
2: They call me the unicorn. Okay. But... I will tell you uh, Mm -hmm. that we are growing in numbers. When you think about um, African-Americans in ownership, we're about Mm 4%. And then um, through my platform with Women Grow, we also, women are about, I'm going to say about 27% um, in ownership. And so we're really trying to can be now, and it's not three. yeah and to be a part of it now, and it's not true, yeah. and to be a part of it now, and it's not too late. It's just beginning.
1: Well, that's great, but it's critical that they don't necessarily have to go through all the things you went through not to be successful. And and that's the value, and that's your value proposition to the industry, and that's a beautiful thing. Now, I'm, but look, before we wrap up, I really want to hear Uh, something about what's happening at Louisiana and the state of Louisiana and what you're doing there and how you're tied to Southern University.
2: So Southern University selected Mm -hmm. um, Alara Holistic to be their partner and to grow medical cannabis. And Mm -hmm. so as of August 1st, we were able to get law changed to allow for any doctor or, or um, physician in the state to recommend um, medical cannabis to the whole state, the entire state, which is huge. That's um, awesome. And so it opens up healthcare. Congratulations. Thank mm-hmm. you so much. Um, it opens up healthcare, but also research and, um, you can now any physician um, can work with any patient that has any ailment as well, and they can recommend medical cannabis to them. That's so now tracking yeah. and being able to see the benefits firsthand will revolutionize the healthcare system.
1: That is awesome! It is so wonderful talking with you today, and um, um, really, we're going to stay in touch. And um, uh, because we know a lot of people in common and I, I really want to continue to maybe introduce folks to you that you can help or that you could mentor uh, through some of these processes because it's, 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 it's much needed and it's very, very, very important. Uh, I'm Vern Davis. My I'm the host of Plant Profits. And today we spend time with Dr. Shonda Macias, CEO of Valera Holistic Healthcare and Chairman of the Board of Managers of CEO of Women Grow. Uh, it's great spending time with you today. And, and uh, I want to thank everyone for joining us. You can download episodes of Plant Profits by going to CannabisRadio.com. Cannabis Radio is my partner here, and Cannabis Radio is an amazing partner. Or subscribe to the show at Apple Podcasts. At Spotify, wherever you get your podcast fix, you can find us. Uh, iHeartRadio, any of any of the portals, you can find Plant Profits. Follow Protus Global through our social network, including LinkedIn, Instagram, and again, all of the major uh, portals and networks and social media. Finally, learn more about how we're building companies and how we're changing lives. Protus Global. Dot com that is P-R-O-T-I-S Global G L O B A L dot com. Until next time, cheers.